Welcome in to the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green. Into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. Your host, Amon Green. Uh, what's up, Austin? Hey, G, How you what's doing? Good. I'm great. How you been? I'm doing good. Uh, everyone, welcome to the show. Got an hour of talking. Got some noise going on in racket behind me. I'm at the the NACAD event, which is the National Association of Coaches and Direct uh, Esports Directors. So. That's what's going on. That's what's behind me. So we're actually having actually having fun tonight. We get to actually, you know, we coach all the time and we direct all the time. Now we get to actually come to an event and play games, which is like the guilty pleasure of all directors and coaches. <laughs> and we're in uh, downtown Boise, Idaho. So we're at Boise State University's campus, their esports facility. So I'm sitting in one of their offices. Um, this looks like actually one of their maybe production rooms that I'm sitting in. And I asked Doc Haskell who is the director here and coach for hey, I was going to go back to my room on my P on my laptop. Then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm sitting in here with all these computers <laughs> that have webcams. And he's like, yeah, let me set you up over here. Grab a, he has one of his uh, student employees. Hey, grab coach green, a camera and hook him up in this room right here. So yeah, I'm like, I'm like, why am I going back to my room? I'm like, wait a minute. I need this on camera so people can see it and everything. We might get some people come in and ask some questions. I don't know. I know Doc, he might be. Hey, he wants to stop by. That'd be great. I mean, hey, camera looks great. It looks like a sweet setup they got out there. Yeah, I mean, this is just a, like, one-off production room. And they, their eSports facility is kind of to my left here. And it's back. You go through a door, make a right, and it is what we want here in Lincoln, basically. Mm. We want a, um, a shoutcasting area that then backdrops to the competition area and then a small... Right now, they have a small, dedicated fan area. It looks like around 50 seats in the space. So um, this whole event, this is the sixth annual. So this is the little brochure that we all got. The sixth annual NACAD National Convention Program. So it is basically, we come here as directors and coaches to share our experiences, share our best practices of how we start our programs, um, how we develop our players, how we develop their uh, some of them that become coaches, and then how we keep our sustainment of our programs going throughout the years um, of the of the program existing at on, on all of our campuses, basically. So it's just definitely helping me out because a lot of the um, few little bumps in the road early in the process so that we've had so far, it's the same stuff that every other university around the United States has experienced. So it's nothing out of the ordinary to this, you know, be behind schedule timing or whatever, but it's, it's, it's normal. So just knowing that makes you, makes me feel, I kind of knew that already because I've been at Lakeland, I've been through that, but hearing it now um, at other universities that I didn't know that were uh, starting programs, but say, sitting in the same boat as us, um, but I'm still, but there's still, we still have a game plan. So when things get ready to go and fire, we're ready to punch that pedal to the metal to get, our PCs, console areas, furniture, um, 
for all the gamers to be in the facility come this fall and ready to compete against other schools in the uh, divisions and the leagues. I say the leagues that the club team have played in, but then now obviously at the varsity level. And that's, you know, that's the whole reason I'm here. Let's shout out some of those people. Who are those that, uh, you know, you're there talking with that you're relying on to help you launch this at Nebraska? Um, in the, in the Nebraska's program. So we have in the college of journalism, mass communication, Dean, uh, Sherry Bell. She is one of the, she's probably the, the catalyst to, you know, get me here. She called me up back in late fall last year and we had a, some conversations back and forth. Then eventually, you know, it was the something that came to light there. So starting with Sherry. And then once I've been on campus, I've been working a lot with, uh, Alan Eno, who's going to be a part of our staff along with Ryan Tan, who's not here yet. He's uh, just finishing up. He just finished up his spring semester with Penn State. So with that, he'll be coming in town sooner or later. I say before fall starts. And so us, so myself, Alan, and Ryan, those will be some of the faculty members. And I have an assistant that I will uh, hire once everything gets rolling. And so, and and then we have the students, officers, the student president that just got voted in, Lindsey uh, Gideon. Um, Z, she goes by Z. We just heard um, from uh, Z on Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. So she will be helping out with uh, League of Legends. She's a game manager for that and game manager, I think, for Super Smash or Super Smash Brothers as well. But she helps out kind of all over because she she's the president. She's the club mm-hmm. president. And so with that, we have our game manager for Overwatch 2, which is Sam. Um, then we have Colin that also helps out with League. Christian that also helps out with a little bit of League. And I think Val- Valorant for sure. Um, Jaden that helps out with uh, Call of Duty. And so we have our officers, we have our game managers, we have our game advisors, and then the players that have been here um, that have not graduated yet, those are the ones that will be coming in for fall uh, and doing tryouts and getting ready for the fall season. And so to all the the names I did mention, so that's our team. That's our our support squad. We support each other. We communicate a lot. Um, Also, Lexi. is a part of our social media coordinator. She's basically our social media manager, um, and she's done a fantastic job with that so far. We had a media day back about, I think, two months ago with all with a lot of players that could come in, you know, mm-hmm. that were available to come in during um, right before finals hit. And so we're going to plan to do that again in the fall, especially with the, the kids that are earning scholarships that we have um, offered and that we coming in right now. I believe we're around number five. We have 10 total, so that means Ooh. we have five more scholarships to give out here before the summer's up and trying to get them all done before July uh, gets here, if not mid-July, and then we'll be ready to go and compete, you know, have some fun there. So so you're out at, at NACAD, not NACAD, of course, NACAD. Just make sure yes. we're all clear on the same page. Um, NACAD, yeah. yeah. Uh, getting, getting some of those ideas, looking at other programs, what are some of those things that you've seen from across the country that you're excited to get implemented in your program and your space back in Lincoln? Um, I would say, obviously, just the, the facility itself, the physical mm-hmm. facility. I think that's number one, and it's the priority because that is what is going to give the kids – that that ownership of of a program not that they don't have that with the club team but when they actually see their own computer set up chairs that say you're going to say nebraska or nebraska esports or something on there we'll have that little you know gram stitched out on there and they could go down and sit at a table and a chair or sit at a chair and a table and a pc and they could say okay this is the call of duty role 
this is the League of Legends role. When that, that's like the number one priority, and that feeling right there would just make it um, all come together uh, for the players and myself because all the hard work, dedication, and stuff that's been going on for the players during the club team competitions is just something that's going to eventually be, you know, now the varsity side and continuation of the club team. So I think that's going to be the part that is going to be, uh, I say fun and awesome for the players and myself, like I said. What's the setup for your club players now? So if they don't have, you know, that, that facility that you're working on, you know, getting put in, what's what's their setup for gaming right now? So their setup for gaming right now is literally wherever they at. Their mm-hmm. their home dorm rooms, uh their frat room, they you know, with their PC laptop, console, mostly laptops, but some consoles as well. That's that's how they've been playing. They go they have their PCs at home or in their dorm rooms and they make sure they're updated and um, make sure the internet's there. And if they're on campus, it's hopefully it's, the, it's not a lot of people online studying <laughs> <laughs> at the time of competition. And so they've been doing that for the last four or five years. So I commend the club team members to play, you know, in those circumstances and not complain and just be competitive. And that's what they've been have. They've been very competitive over the last few years. For people that haven't seen competitive esports setups, it's very different from just being at home at your own little device. I mean, you're there in your team, in your row with other people doing their business. And I'm sure for them, the players I mean, Amon, that's different because it's not just as easy as, you know, pick up my setup and move it to this row, right? Even if it's the same communication, the same words, you're in close proximity. You can actually look your teammate in the eye as you're waiting to respawn, waiting to make a move. What is that adjustment like for your players from going from competing with their own little deal to, hey, I'm, you know, shoulder to shoulder with you in the trenches? Uh, It's going to be, you know what, to every person it's going to be different. I think it's going to be awesome because that, I don't know, just talking about it to them, which I've been able to with some of the names I mentioned, the managers and the officers of the club team, they just like they're they're smiling, just talking about it. So I know, you know, I just actually we had a Photoshop of it back right before uh, spring semester ended. We had the Call of Duty Call of Duty team who played in their semifi, semi semifinal round against Iowa, which is a rivalry. I think we talked about that a few mm-hmm. shows ago, and the guys felt so good, like. After the game, even though they lost, there's like it felt good to be for my teammate to be right next to me. And even though we were talking through the headsets, we're still we could still make eye contact and then have deeper conversation stuff that you can't do when you're in a chat online. You know, you can only hear voices. You can't see, you know, eye facial expressions. You can't see you can't see nothing other than hear their voice. So, so that to get a Photoshop of that, the players were like, I think they already mentioned like, man, I can't wait to now do this every day. You know, every game that every week, every practice, mm-hmm. we're right just a foot away from each other in the in the seats in the in the uh, student union when um, the facility gets built out. How important is this first batch of players for you in, in building your program and what the facility looks like and what you have moving forward and in setting this foundation? It's the fun. It is. It's the main. It's the base of the foundation. So this, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna have a talk with them. You know, come tryouts and training camp. And I'm gonna say in that talk already, they'll they'll hear this, they'll hear it now, they'll hear it again. I'll say, hey, look, you guys and girls are the first generation. Um, and it's not about putting, you know, I know hearing that's gonna say, okay, and you're gonna feel like pressure. You know, you no, this is not about feeling pressure. This is gonna be about being that pioneer of a program 
on a certain level. You know, we did the club thing now for four or five years. They've been successful. So now let's do the same thing at the varsity level. Let's do the varsity um, level competition and be successful along with, you know, myself added to now take your game to the next level, you know, get recognized on a national front. And so just think about that. You know, don't, it's not, a, it's not something to, to trigger anxiety, to trigger nervousness. Go out there and be competitive. You know, don't be afraid. Don't, no fear. Cause that's what they had in planning this out. They've been organized since I believe 2018, 2019. And that organization has continued every year. They're voting for new presidents. They get new game officers in They either, transfer out or graduate and they always have something going on for the club team and even though a lot of students general pop and maybe some faculty a lot of faculty members just recently are just finding out all about this but the the members of the club team has always known that saturday night is a super smash brother fam uh, com community night or mario kart or there's a league of legends match going to be on 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 tuesday or sunday or something you know, the club members know this. So that's that 50 or 60 kids that were a part of the club team. And now, you know, we got coordination in social media. So now putting it on social media prior to games and prior to the fall semester starting, all that would now go out to the media, the mass media of our mass fans, um, supporters out there um, here in Lincoln. And then obviously here all over the United, in the United States. So you're out there in NACAD in Boise, which again, that's a, that's a city I want to get to. I think it, it sounds like fun. It looks like fun. Never yeah, been to, to Idaho. I'm assuming it's more than just potatoes since you're there, you know, a, a video game and esports convention. Of so, <laughs> you know, if Nebraska is more than just core and Idaho is more than just potatoes. So we stand in uh, solidarity with them in that front. But right, right. there's there's an element of success where you copy what other people have done. You see what makes them successful and you learn from yeah. it. But I think the, the flip side of that is also true, where if you're going to be a successful program, you're going to sustain and have that identity that makes you attractive to someone else. You have to be mm -hmm. unique. You have to be easily identifiable. So as coach mm -hmm. Amon Green, as program builder Amon Green, looks at the Nebraska esports program, what mm -hmm. do you want it to be that sets your program apart from others? Um, I just want it to be a program that it runs smoothly um starting with the players the players already understand uh, like i said i'm ringing their horn the whole time because they've done a, a great job understand the quality of player we want um me recruiting players that understand that because when they come into our campus they're going to know and not just for me but from the players their teammates saying Hey, this is how we come to practice. This is how we play. This is how we talk to one another. This is how we get ready to play against the best teams at the college level. And it's the players running that. I'm just here for guidance, mm -hmm. you know. So I'm gonna say my two cents every day before meetings, after meetings, before a game, after a game. But I want the locker room basically. I want the players to be the ones that send the messages to the new players coming in year over year to say. This is our program. This is how we work to be the best at this game. If it's Overwatch 2, League of Legends, Valorant, Call of Duty, Apex, so on and so forth. This is how we prepare. We watch film. We show up on time. We treat each other um, the way we want to be treated. Um, we respect one another and we prepare as professionals, even though we're college athletes. So the, the culture we want, I want that winning culture. And it's obviously building with this first, uh, 
I want to say first generation because they've been here already. But this first year of the varsity team mm -hmm. being in um, being started start up um, in the here in fall 2023. You mentioned, you know, still a handful of scholarships to give out and you mentioned tryouts. How much of that process do you want to be, you know, you identifying talent, bringing it in, letting them compete for a spot on your team? But how much of that? you know, decision is going to come down to input from your players, you know, playing alongside them. Eh, didn't really vibe with this person. I don't trust them versus it might not be, you know, quite as skilled, but Hey, they're a great communicator. They seem like they're willing to learn how much of that is going to be, you know, your decision as head coach and how much you're going to listen to your players, the ones that you trust, you know, they're on the front lines to, to give you input on those decisions. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, um, I don't know the exact number, but there is going to be a feedback conversation. Like, mm. When we have tryouts, players are going to play with and against each other. And so I will be, I will say this, I will be the deciding factor mm -hmm. because it'll be something where, like talking today, we're talking about recruitment and sustainability and then indoctrinating new players into your roster. And so listen to Doc Hassel and looking at some of the things that he requires from a recruit to come in, you know, he almost the same guidelines over above a 3.0. He actually raised his up to a 3.8. He Ooh. wants to find out the family connection. You know, how close is this player with their family? You know, because that shows structure. That shows support. Um, and then it was one more thing. I wrote my notes down. I got them right here. I was being a student at the game like I always <laughs> am. Uh, writing stuff down. Old habits um, die hard. Exactly. Uh, close. So 3.8 uh, GPA or higher. Close family ties. And for his region, he recruits Colorado West heavy because I guess for him, that is um, feudal ground for good East West players. So for me, I kind of I, I was living and dying by the same uh, motto, 3.8 or higher, close family ties. And I kind of just I'm a geography guy. So I just went into all the areas around Nebraska. So I'm talking about uh, southern South Dakota, <laughs> West <laughs> Iowa, North Kansas. Then we got Colorado, East Colorado, and then all of Nebraska, because I want I want the best of the best out of Nebraska to be eventually at campus here. I know they're going to get recruited from other schools, but I'm all, if I know about you, if I find out about you, and if I don't, please contact us, contact me to let um you you know from your coach or your player, if you're a player yourself, just reach out, find out how you could get a hold of me. Um, you could my social media is right here on the on the screen here. Uh, Right there, that's Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, you know, if you have, you say, as a coach, got good players, got a good team, you went to state here in Nebraska. And if you're a player yourself that you know you can, I say, grow at the college level and be competitive and ready to do all those things, be, be, a, be a good teammate, um, be accountable, you know, show up to practice to work and get better and play your games and support your teammates as a, as a pro or I say as a yeah, pro co collegiate athlete. Um, should do, um, then give me a call, you know, give me a text message, drop it, drop a line in a DM. So that's uh, the whole, the whole, I say, culture that we're, like I said already, that we're trying to build here. Uh, last thing, Amon, we go to the text line for this. If you have any questions for AG, 402-464-5685 on the Sarder Heyman text line. Um, if there's one thing I know about Coach Amon Green is that I don't think this would ever be true someone asks are you going to be sponsored by cheetos and mountain dew code red uh probably not <laughs> probably not <laughs> no we are um i know i mean mountain dew unfortunately not unfortunately i just 
is me coming out. But they are uh, part of sponsored by Pepsi, which is part of the the journalism college right now. So they are a sponsor. So I've actually talked to them and I want, you know, I want them on board because I mean, I know some that's still, I mean, obviously with the actual product, that's a, up to the, the player's choice to uh, drink that. And, but to support us, I, I want the support from Pepsi. I want the support from any company that's willing to grow our program. And here in a few days, here in a few, I say probably within a week or so, we'll know that those next steps and um, knowing, you know, that if obviously if, Mountain Dew, Pepsi, basically a Cheetos. What's that? Frito Lay. Yeah. Want to donate money? You know what? We'll 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 make an ad for them. We'll do a commercial for them. I get all Cheetoed up. It's all, <laughs> but it's just for the kids. You know, I'm that's what I want to do. I want to make sure because um, I believe here in Boise, I believe I believe G Fuel is on the wall back here somewhere, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that G Fuel is not just on the wall just for show. Um, so you gotta sometimes understand the business of it, and that for me, that's where I gotta think like, oh, you know what? Yeah, it's Something that I may not, you know, be a fan, you know, actually, I don't eat a ton of Cheetos, but <laughs> they're helping the program and they're supporting us. And I'm all for, I'm all on board for that, for them to help out our kids here in Lincoln. You're more than willing to, to work with them and support them if they support you, while also preaching that the stereotypical Doritos, Cheetos, Mountain Dew, you know, gamer diet that maybe people thought of back in the day isn't what you're going to recommend to your athletes. No, it's a suggestion. Like I, I like to give my players options. Say this is one option, but there's other options out there. Like Dave Ellis used to do to us with the training table back in the '90s. So uh, they'll learn that as well from me as well. There you go. Shout out Dave. Great dude. Got to meet him a few times. He's awesome. Uh, let's take a break yeah. here on the Amon Green Show. Again, any other comments or questions for Amon? Four zero two four six four. Five six eight five, And hey, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Drop a comment. That'll scroll across as well. We'll make sure we get to those. More Mon Green Show here on 93.7 The Ticket next.